welcome to another episode of a gleeful talk show where we share zesty stories to cultivate the happiness and humor within. One of our zesties requested an episode about how other countries are doing with regards to the vaccine rollout. So joining me once again today is one of our guests who is a nurse based in Germany from season one, episode four, the fight against COVID-19, who is giving us an update as well as to share his opinion on how Germany is doing in the fight against COVID-19. Please welcome Christian Abelia. Hi, Christian. Welcome again to the show. Hello, Glee. Thanks for that warm, warm, welcoming statement. Thank you for coming in again on the show. I thought about you because one of our Zesties asked this question. How is the vaccination rollout now doing in Germany? So far, based on Friday, we had we now have like... 62.1% like fully vaccinated and they are starting to give the third dose or the booster doses to elderly as well. Oh, booster doses, like a third dose. Yes. And actually, but yeah, the third dose, uh, it depends on you if you want to take it. You can take it after six months from the last dose, but I would prefer to go to your doctor first and have your blood, like take blood tests for antibodies. Maybe you don't need it. Oh, that's interesting because here in Australia, we're still talking about the second dose and even people are still at their first dose. So we have very low vaccination rate here um, currently because of the supply and stuff. So how is it over there? Okay, this is a good perspective. I think it's also the impact of the pandemic on the different countries. Because like I think Australia does not have a lot of cases. I think it's just right now that's really booming. In Germany, we had like experience third waves and something like that. And so they are implementing the vaccination really rapidly. And then they are promoting vaccination. For example, we have the trains. There's one train who will vaccinate people. Like in this train, you can get in and have yourself vaccinated. Like it's oh. really convenient. They made it convenient for people, accessible for people to be vaccinated. But it is not forced. Like you're not forced to be vaccinated, but they made it more convenient. Oh, so that that's pretty good because here we just started doing the, the vaccination outside the hospitals, but not to the point that in the train stations yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting. And so what are the type of vaccines currently available over there? I forgot to mention, that I think one major factor, that's why we have a lot of percentage of vaccinated people is much higher. It's because one of the vaccines are produced in Germany, like the BioNTech, BioNTech Pfizer is uh, produced in Germany. We are source of the uh, vaccine. And now we have four major vaccines in Germany. Like Germany is quite choosy when it comes to the vaccines. They don't allow people just to come here if the vaccines are not accredited or something like that. Or they don't recognize every vaccine being introduced in our world right now. So we have four major vaccines. Number one is the one which came from Germany, this biotech, Pfizer. We have Johnson & Johnson's, Moderna vaccines, and AstraZeneca. And just like I said, AstraZeneca is only given for people older than 60 years old. Ah, okay. Yeah, here as well. So that's 
one of the reasons for Australia to have very low vaccination rates because of the supply, because uh, there was a contract between AstraZeneca and Australia before. They are the major supplier, but because of that blood clot effect, then people do not want to get it. And so now they're also being choosy. Like, I mean, I can understand that people are also very afraid on what the impact on their health is. So... And the Pfizer vaccine was just the minor vaccine before, but now the government is trying to procure more. And now I think Moderna is coming over as well. Let's say around like maybe three vaccines here. Yeah, we don't have Johnson and Johnson's here. Speaking of being choosy about the vaccinations, are there people who do not want vaccines over there? Yes, there are definitely some people don't want vaccines. Like there are active against vaccination. Because they think it's really political, it's dictatorship. They think that it's not real. And somehow I also have a close friend of mine. She's really smart, really intelligent. But somehow she came out to be like anti-vax. <laughs> I don't know. I think she has her own perspectives. She also showed some data about it. But I have not read them, like not thoroughly. It's like we can strengthen our own immune system naturally without the vaccine. That was her, her point, I think. And then... Because it's part of nature that we are introduced to this virus and then our body will somehow produce immunity or will be stronger, like we'll be not really immune, but somehow increase the defense mechanism of the body so that we'll not be really, really sick. So somehow it is, I can say some points are true, but some points I do not agree. But some people are really, really against the vaccine. Like they say, oh, vaccines, there's one way to control us. They're not really necessary and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. There are those organic people. They want organic yeah. and stuff yeah. and natural. They're especially here in Berlin. Like Berlin is really multicultural. It's diverse. And then people are really open-minded. You can do everything you want here. Like they're free to express yourself and people are doing that. I don't want to do that. Why should I do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like they are not really forced to be vaccinated, but somehow they feel that they are forced to be vaccinated. And I understand why and how, because of these regulations. In Germany, we have these rules, the 2G, 3G rule. 2G and 3G rules. It's like in German, like, when you say 3G in German, I will say it's like the um, geimpft, that's the vaccinated, genesene, the recovered ones, and getested. That those are the people who got the test, like 3G, 3G. Like in, in a restaurant, people, they have the 3G rule. Like you can only get inside if you are tested, vaccinated, or fully recovered from the virus. Is it like, or so for example, there's an, an anti-vaxxer who does not want to get vaccinated. Then that anti-vaxxer will just get a test, bring a test so that they can, like the result of the test. Yeah, but somehow there are also like, we just open clubs and bars and I think of wellness and saunas and something, but they have the 2G rules and 2G rules is vaccinated or fully recovered. So Having tests or like having a result, test result does not guarantee entry to the establishment. So somehow they are indirectly forced to get the vaccine to be able to go there. And so, so I can imagine there will be a lot of protests about that. There were a lot of protests and I think there will be more protests, but I think it's a good progress to see that 
more than 50% of the people in Germany are already vaccinated, like fully vaccinated. Is there a target by the government? I, yeah, it is a target by the government. And the ones, I, the ones who are not fully vaccinated, like, are the age range from, I think, teenagers to 30, like early 20s. And they are the ones who are really sick right now. I see there's still patients in the ICUs and they are younger ones, 20s. Yeah, but they don't, they just usually stay overnight. And if I may ask, with your friend, the smart one who is an anti-vaxxer, so how is the communication between the two of you? Is it like something you just avoid now talking about this? Yeah, actually, yes. I consider myself really open-minded. Everyone is, is entitled to their own opinion. I am open to her opinions, but it doesn't really need to influence my own opinion. So we can talk about this stuff. I know like I, I have my own values and opinions, like I said, so it doesn't really affect the relationship somehow. Like I just say, okay, if what's what you say, I don't really shut it down directly. I will try to understand why she sees it that way, like her perspective, why. And she also like shown some evidence. I respect your opinion and you should also respect mine. So yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's good then. And then so with the pubs and other establishments having those 3G and 2G rules, mm -hmm. were there also plans for the government over there for like vaccination cards or passports? Actually, it's long implemented. We already have this one for a long time right now. Because even though you have these two Gs, like two Gs, um, you should present it. Either you present the form that you are already vaccinated or you are fully recovered. Or you can present the digital form. We have apps for it. It's like Cov app, C-O-V app, or mm -hmm. the Luca app. Like if you show this to them, like for example, in the gym, I have to show the app to tell them like I am fully vaccinated and now they already registered it. So I will only use my gym card so I can enter inside. So it's more convenient for me. I don't have to show it every time. And then if you get in in some restaurants or in cinemas, we also have the Luca app. It's like you have to check in that not establishment and then you have to check out as well after that. So. There's still a lot of process that doesn't mean that you are vaccinated and you are already recovered that you can easily get in. You have to do this and that. And there are also some rules, for example, in the gym, if you're not using the weights or the treadmill, you should put your mask on. The Luca app, is it? Kind of like your contact tracing app as well? Actually, yes. And I think we have two of it, like the Warren app. I think I forgot I had that one before. But the ones, look up, it's really active in restaurants and cinemas. But it's also the tracing. Your information will be saved mm -hmm. there for, I think, 28 days. And then it will be deleted because if the health department wants to know where you were, then they can easily trace it if you were positive. Is there like issue about privacy? People are like, oh, we don't have privacy anymore. Is there also like concerns? Yeah, there's a lot, there are a lot of major concerns about this. So they don't really, they don't use it. They don't do that. But if the establishment says you have to do it, then you have to do it. So 
you should go anywhere else if you want to. But they are also like, it's not really limited because they can also eat outside. They don't have to register anything. They don't have to use the look app, so it's free. So, but if you want to get inside the restaurant, then you have to do it. Is there also still some restrictions like you have to be one meter apart or one person per two square meters and stuff like that? No, not really. When I walk around in restaurants like weekends, no. No, like really, like really close <laughs> to each other. And then no, no mass at all. Like they don't really, really strictly follow the rule here. And how are the cases? Are there a lot of cases currently? Currently, we have 80 plus percent are tested positive. But because we have the red, the yellow and the green lights, we're, we're now on the yellow lights where like the determining factor is the number of people being hospitalized because of the virus, not the number of positive. Definitely. So the determining factor is just the people who are hospitalized. Yes. Yeah. Like the percentage of people being hospitalized that like before. Yeah. Here in Australia, it's the cases, still the cases, yeah. the number of people who got positive. So currently in Germany, that is not the metric anymore. So no. it's more on the people who got hospitalized. Yes. And how is the travel? The travel is actually is quite easier for us. If you want to get in Germany, you have to have the proper vaccine. And if you are already vaccinated and the vaccine is recognized, you don't have to be in quarantine. But if you come from a certain type of countries with a different variants, then you should be in quarantine, home quarantine, not like in the Philippines that you should go to a hotel or something. Here in Australia, it's hotel quarantine as well. Yeah. And you have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really expensive. <laughs> Here, yeah. no, you have to be yeah. like home quarantine. And then if you don't have any, if you're not vaccinated, it's not necessary to be in quarantine if you're vaccinated. But if you are not vaccinated, normally you go 10 days quarantine if you came yeah. from a high-risk country. And then if you came from a variant, like you have Delta and something, then 14 days. But the requirement is before you travel to Germany, you have to have a PCR test three days before your flight. Three days before the flight. Yes. And how about if that person has the vaccine but not the approved vaccine in Germany? Then you're considered not vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is unfortunately <laughs> that is also the case of my parents because they got vaccinated in the Philippines and they got Sinovac and Sinovac is not recognized here in Germany. And so with regards to the cards, like you mentioned already, but how about the passport? Was there a, a plan for your vaccination details to be in your passport? No, not really. We can use this app if you want to travel. They have a one app for EU countries and you can use it if you are traveling but it can you should also bring your covid documents with you like vaccination documents with oh. you yeah like your covid like vaccination passport we have like that like a document for all your vaccination yeah. so it's like separate from your travel passport yeah it's it's separate and then this like vaccination passport has been there for a long time ago it's like for eu countries so it will be like considered oh. if you bring that one and how is the overall vibe or opinion of the general public over there with regards to the COVID-19, the situation, or even like the vaccination? Actually, it's, Or is it mixed, mixed it's, opinion? Actually, it's really 
quite mild right now. Like I don't really see people, uh, a lot of people protesting anymore unlike before, because I think now like it's a bit loosened up. They can enjoy more. We don't have a lot of restrictions. We do still have restrictions, but it's more like you can enjoy more. A lot of establishments are open right now. So if you can remember, when was the last lockdown over there? I think that was April or May. Like it really depends on how, oh. like, like the percentage of the, yeah. the hospitalized people. Yeah. I think it was like beginning of summer, beginning of the warm season, because the incident rate decreased lower than 10. We had like an incidence rate of like seven. I don't know. Like it was really wow. I think it depends on the season as well. Yeah. Because currently here in Australia, as of this recording, so Sydney is still on lockdown mm -hmm. and they've been on lockdown since last week of June. Yeah. And stories are saying that maybe they will be still in lockdown in October, best case scenario. Because their metric for the lockdown is uh, cases. Yeah, yeah. I already have this in mind before. I thought about it, like what's going to happen to countries if, like, for example, like New Zealand, they don't have a lot of cases. And then when they start, like when the cases boom, like the other countries already went through it. You know what I mean? Like they are like the late rumors. I think yeah, they're going to implement what we already implemented long, long before. I think that's the disadvantage of if you don't have any cases. Cases, not a lot of cases, but I think if you are late boomers, then you have to implement things that we already went through. Yes, Zesties, Christian was exactly right. So I had this recording some time ago before I started season three, and now it's December, and a lot of what Christian mentioned few months ago that were implemented in Germany has just been introduced in Australia. So as of now, Queensland is at 85% fully vaccinated and we have a total of 608 cases. That's why we have this new mask mandate as well because of the Omicron variant, etc. And borders are now open as well. And the booster shot has also just been introduced. And in terms of going to restaurants and pubs in Queensland, you need to show a green tick on your Queensland app to show that you are vaccinated. So it's linked to your Medicare account or your vaccination pass. It's also quite different in New South Wales and Victoria states as well. Pretty much each state in Australia is different, which is a bit disheartening because it feels divided. And also there was a big protest last Saturday around my area, which was good because I wasn't here in my area at that point in time. It was such a massive protest. So it's very interesting how other countries, especially Western countries like Germany, tackle this pandemic. Hopefully we'll not be able to experience another uh, pandemic. But it is also something that we can write in history. We can tell our grandchildren that we experienced such pandemic during our time. <laughs> yeah, we survived the pandemic. Hopefully yeah. we will survive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Christian, for your insights and sharing your opinion. And I'm very grateful for giving us a chance here in Australia to know about how Germany is doing. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. So how about you, Zesties? 
I hope you're all cozy and safe during this Christmas season. And as much as I like to be positive with all that's happening in the world, there are times that we must admit that we are at a low point in our lives. So currently, the Philippines, my home country, has been hit by a massive Category 5 typhoon named Odette, which devastated a lot of lives and homes. So I ask for your kind prayers and thoughts for our families and fellow men in the Philippines. Nonetheless, I like Christian's positivity and I'd like to leave you in a positive note on this episode as well with this quote. Remember the time you thought you could never survive? Well, you did and you can do it again. Please don't forget to rate and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can now rate on Spotify as well. Follow us on Instagram, that's at Gleeful Talk Show, or visit our website at www.gleefultalkshow.com. Share us your insights about surviving the pandemic and the storm during this Christmas season at our Instagram account. And I might pick one story to share the next episode. If Netflix binge watching is your jam, please do check out Nerdy Fans Podcast. And if you enjoy listening to this show and want to keep me caffeinated, please head down to the episode notes to find out how. Have a merry, safe, and peaceful Christmas, Zesties.